Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day it is for y'all. Appreciate you, as always, joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast with others and have, over the last year, because we are at the one-year mark. I'm very grateful. Uh, The podcast continues to grow pretty steadily, and so (laughs) hopefully that means that we're doing something right here, that you're at least getting some knowledge out of it, maybe helping the country just even just a little bit, and... At any rate, um, I appreciate y'all that continue to share it. So thank you very much. So we're going to see if we can stick with us for another year and see how it goes. It's, I don't know what it is. I kind of like the idea that we started on Memorial Day. That seems like a pretty good place to start. So today, this Memorial Day, we're going to read through a couple quotes and, uh, well, one quote and a couple proclamations if we get time to, and try and kind of pull ourselves back as we go on our little walk. I had two dogs, uh, but they both abandoned me for something much more interesting out in the woods. So we'll go ahead and get rolling. First one is a, a quote from, and this is coming from the Patriots Bible. From Supreme Court Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes, Jr. And he said in a Memorial Day address in 1884, It is now the moment when, by common consent, we pause to become conscious of our national life and to rejoice in it, to recall what our country has done for each of us, and to ask ourselves what we can do for our country in return. There's another great quote, and I I just, I can't pull it right now. I didn't think about it until I was reading this again for the second or third time. And of course, probably JFK's comments about think not what you can do for your country, but, or what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country comes to mind. But there's also another quote where it talks, it's a, I believe a chaplain of the Senate. And he talks about how tired he is of hearing people talk about their rights in, in regard to what they're owed. Well, the, the America, you know, this, this is my right. And we hear this so often today. We are such an entitled, selfish, self-centered culture. What's in it for me? What am I getting out of the deal? Because that's what's important, right? I'm going to get mine. We've even heard some of our supposedly great leaders say something along those lines. I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get ours. And this this chaplain said, I'm I'm sick and tired of hearing about that. It's about time that we start to ask, what are our responsibilities? What, What do we need to give back to our country? And you can you can change that to your community, uh, schools, your family, your marriage. Perhaps, maybe, just shocking here, if you thought more about what was 
what responsibilities you had in a marriage or a family, they might work a little bit smoother. But that's a whole nother series of podcasts that we do from time to time. It's hard to think, as far as a nation is concerned, of people who give more than those who give their lives in defense of our country. And you can be talking about the military, you can be talking about our police, which have honestly been hammered quite a bit the last year. You can talk about firefighters. And you've got to, when you make this comment, one thing I, I think we fail to recognize often is the contribution of the wives, the mothers, the fathers, the brothers and sisters, those people that are left behind because they give up that loved one for our nation. So, yes, absolutely. I think you have to put the predominance of, of honor with the person who was actually willing to step in there and trade their life and know that they weren't going to gonna get to come home. But we cannot forget, if you have a husband that goes across and dies somewhere, you, you think that that wife is not absolutely devastated, that she hasn't given just as much? She's lost the person that she was supposed to be with forever. And so when you think about these things, or, or, the, or the, the police officer's wife who, whose husband gets shot in the line of duty and, and never comes home to her and her children, you, you think that she hasn't given to her nation, that she hasn't sacrificed? No, they have. And we need to remember that. We need to remember it a lot and not just give it lip service, but actually pay attention to those people. You know, New Testament, this is a Christian republic. Absolutely. We talk about that almost every single podcast. And because this is a Christian republic, we have a responsibility to follow. Whether you want to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the son of God and that he's your Lord and Savior or not, we have a responsibility. So that means whoever's here, whatever faith you want to have or no faith. That's great. You still, as an American citizen, have a responsibility to follow the principles of Jesus Christ. And in the New Testament, one of the principles of pure religion is to care for widows and orphans. And we need to remember that we have widows and orphans, you know, even partial if the mom's still there, whose father, husband, father has gone and died somewhere. This isn't just something that we should do once or twice a year and say, oh, thanks, by the way, great job. Sorry, sucks to be you that your husband died. I'm real sorry about that. Do we ever go check on them? We ever stop in and touch base and just sit and listen? Do we ever check on their kids who don't have a dad on the sideline of some little league baseball game or something? Do we ever try and really step in and even if just for a little bit, fill that void? I, pretty, I, I do a pretty bad job of that, folks, personally. This is one of the things you can hammer me on. So just a thought. All right, we're going to go to a proclamation from May the 24th, 1955. 
Prayer for Peace from Memorial Day 1955 by the President of the United States of America, a proclamation. This is from Dwight D. Eisenhower. Whereas Memorial Day each year serves as a solemn <clears throat> reminder of the courage, I'm sorry, of the scourge of war and its bitter aftermath of sorrow. And whereas this day has traditionally been devoted to paying homage to loved ones who lie in hollowed graves throughout the land, having sacrificed their lives that war might end. And whereas, in tribute to these silent dead, it is fitting that we lift up our voices together in supplication to Almighty God for wisdom in our search for an enduring peace. And whereas the Congress in a joint resolution approved May 11, 1950, provided that Memorial Day should be set aside as a day of prayer for permanent peace and requested the president to issue a proclamation calling upon the people of the United States to observe each Memorial Day in that manner. Now, therefore, I, Dwight D. Eisenhower, President of the United States of America, do hereby proclaim Memorial Day Monday the 30th of May 1955 as a day of nationwide prayer for permanent peace. And I designate the hour beginning in each locality at 11 o'clock in the morning as a period in which the people of this nation may unite in beseeching God to guide the nation of the world into the ways of peace. In witness whereof I have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States of America to be affixed, done at the city of Washington this 24th day of May and the year of our Lord, 1955, and of the independence of the United States of America, 179th, Dwight D. Eisenhower. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and read through the last one, and then I want to come back and talk about Eisenhower's a little bit, because there is, there's a lot there, folks, in Eisenhower, and there's a couple big points we make, uh, but I don't think we make them well enough, often enough, obviously. So this is a proclamation from Reagan, uh, and this is out of the Miller Center. This is a transcript. This is actually a Veterans Day speech, not a Memorial Day speech. This is from November the 11th, 1988. But I just I thought it was pretty good, and so I wanted to go ahead and read it today. I think it applies to Memorial Day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Please be seated. Those who live today remember those who do not. Those who know freedom remember today that those who gave up life for freedom. Today, in honor of the dead, we conduct ceremonies. We lay wreaths. We speak words of tribute. And in our memories and our hearts, we hold them close to us still. Yet we also know, even as their families knew when they last looked upon them, that they can never be fully ours again that they belong now to God, and that to that for which they so selflessly made a final and eternal act of devotion. We could not forget them. Even if they were not our own, we could not forget them. For all time, they are what we can only aspire to be, giving, unselfish, the epitome of human love to lay down one's life so that others might live. We think on their lives, we think on their final moments, 
In our mind's eye, we see young Americans in a European forest or on an Asian island or at sea or in aerial combat. And as life expired, we know that those who could had last thoughts of us and of their love for us. As they thought of us then, so too we think of them now, with love, with devotion, and with faith. The certainty that what they died for was worthy of their sacrifice. Faith, too, in God and in the nation that has pledged itself to his work and to the dream of human freedom. And a nation, too, that today and always pledges itself to their eternal memory. Thank you. God bless you. And that was uh, Ronald Reagan again from a remarks at a Veterans Day ceremony. So, I mean, really, either one of those two speeches, what do they, they, they talk about this? And, and what is, where does this come from, folks? We, I, I talk so often about this has to be that follows the teachings of Christ, right? So, John fifteen thirteen, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So, again, whether you follow Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I can't emphasize this enough that that's a choice. You're going to have to make one way or the other. That's a fact. You, you have to make that choice. Every single human being on the planet has to make that choice. And I can't recommend enough that that's the most important choice you will ever make in your life and, and try and encourage you to make the choice for Jesus Christ. But our founders knew that men had to be able to choose freely to accept God or to accept a different God or to choose no God at all. But they also knew without a doubt that in order for this republic to survive, we had to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. We see it over and over again in their writings when we talk about it. This has to be a, a nation that, whose people follow the teachings of Christ. And so here we are again. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his lives for his friends. How can you possibly argue that that's not exactly what those men that give their lives do. You can't. It's impossible. Or, I, I say it again, the women who loved them, the wives, the mothers, sisters, brothers too, those men that have been left behind. And what do Reagan and Eisenhower both about 30 years difference there, right? From 54, 55 over to 88. What do they both talk about? God. Eisenhower's. Whereas in tribute to these silent dead, it is fitting that we lift up our voices together in supplication to Almighty God for wisdom in our search for an enduring peace. And then again later on, Unite that the people, the nation may unite in beseeching God to guide the nations of the world in the ways of peace. Anytime you hear people, folks, and these are two more modern presidents, relatively speaking. But anytime you hear people, but they're they're holding true to our history, 
to our faith, to our heritage, to our foundation. But anytime you hear somebody say that this is not a Christian republic, that it wasn't founded that way, you can make the argument today that we're not. You look at the, the mess we're creating, but that we're supposed to be, that we were founded that way. Those people, either they have no idea what they're talking about, or they're trying to purposefully deceive you, themselves, somebody else. Again and again, history shows us that we were founded as a Christian nation. It's the only way we can survive. And so on this Memorial Day, as a Christian nation, one of our great tasks, greatest tasks to care for the widow and the orphan. Think about, find these people that you know that are part of your life somehow and make sure in some way folks whether it's you and your and your spouse whether it's you or your kids talk to them about memorial day make it something more than just a barbecue just a party make it real even if that just means you go and put a few flags out at gravestones whatever it means make it real Make it something that your that your children and your your neighbors or your spouse or whoever it is that they realize that it's a big part that it's important. My wife goes walking by with her own earbuds, and the puppy dogs, of course, abandon me to go with her. Not shocking. All right, folks. It just we need to we need to make this a big deal because it is. We spend so much time on so many other things. How many hours do we spend on our phones, on the TV, watching sports, right? Whatever way, whether it's you watching your kid or you watching professional or collegiate sports or you watching somebody else's kid, how much time do we give to those things? to Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or Snapchat or whatever it is, folks. How much time do we give to these things? And how little do we give to those who have given everything so we have this freedom? And then, of course, always, how much, how much less even do we give to our marriages and how much less do we give to God? And then, and then we wonder why we're here. All right. Thank you all for giving me a little bit of your time. Thank you all for those of y'all that have stuck with me uh, for the last year. Hopefully we're getting a, a little bit better with each podcast. Maybe not every single podcast is probably not going to be better, but hopefully the trend is generally better. I sure do appreciate it. I'm grateful. And again, God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless those who were left behind whose loved ones have given everything so that we could enjoy this freedom. Enjoy your Memorial Day. God bless America. We'll talk to you all again real soon. Looking forward to it.